The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, February 6, 2021, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And although... The groundhog saw its shadow, meaning the six more weeks of winter. It is the Chinese New Year, and that means uh, it is over. That's what the Chinese New Year is about. We're going to talk about that. Uh, lots of snow this week. We're going to be the judge, is winter over or not? Um, stand by for an explosive show, and welcome everybody to The Cigar Authority. You can't even help yourself with all can't that help. double entendre, can you? Here we go. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar <laughs> Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. We had Oliver Nouveau on, and um, he gave us a sample, unbanded sample, uh, a little earlier on on this. We we're waiting for the cigars to arrive. We've got some cigars for the care package, but they have not arrived for us actually to sell these things yet, but they're right coming any minute. So what do we have, Barry? Well, today's first cigar is the United Cigars Black Bomb, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic at a top-secret factory. The size is 3.5 by 50, and the wrapper, binder, and fillers are classified. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and they will be $30 for a five-pack at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So uh, do we have a picture of that? We have a picture of it. I think we do have a picture uh, of the packaging. Yeah, so this is what it's going to look like, those that are watching on Facebook or YouTube, those that are listening. Uh, it looks like a pack of firecrackers with the red paper around it with a sticker out front. With, that looks like Uncle Sam there, and it says Black Bombs. And this has oh, the yeah. Cirrus Unidas uh, band that's around the cigar. And Oliver tells me that um, the manufacturer, who is in the Dominican Republic, um, does not want to be associated with the firecracker apparently doesn't want why to be, to be i don't know huh um they that that right there that 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 seems a little odd to me usually and, they and want their band on it to be part of it you're and, saying dominican republic yep. but is it possible that this person is really making the cigars someplace else and is just <laughs> rifling them through the dominican republic to trick us yeah, because we know it cleared customs in Miami through the United through the Dominican Republic. So I would say no, because they're too low priced to take a, a trip from one country a to du- another. Yeah, to another. A double customs. Well, yeah. yeah. Why are you gonna say it like I'm an idiot? I'm, I'm huh. just saying. Well, because I listen. Don't the, go full Maduro on me. The, the, really, the question <laughs> is why 
doesn't a manufacturer want to be associated with it and get the the maybe the bounce of well usually brand recognition. usually it means it's personal with you but then why would they even give you the cigar right right if they don't want to do it they don't want to do it yeah we'll do it we'll take your money but don't say who we are <laughs> or is it a brand that's very expensive, ah. and all of a sudden is oh, a doesn't want to be associated right. with, with a, a six dollar cigar, yeah. right? You know, can think of all these but, things, but could, we know it's not a matter of okay, these weren't selling, so we'll put them out as those because it's a unique, unique. It, it's a Maduro, so they're not saying what the wrapper filler binder is, but this is a either San Andreas or or broadly broad broad of some maybe. kind, yeah. Um, We'll, we'll do it when we test the cigar. And we have had the cigar before, but we had it early on. And, and you could tell those cigars that we smoked last month with Oliver were still a little yeah. wet. It looks aesthetically better yeah. this time around. Co- it's ready to go. Coy Daniel in the chat room is saying Fuente. Do you know, you you know, know who I, it came from, right? You know. I don't. I don't. It just came as an anonymous package? It came through Oliver to me. Oh, so Oliver must you know, know what I where will it say, came from. So here's the first thing I want to say is whoever this is can follow directions. Be- yes. Because it has an unfinished foot. You know, in the last three years, <laughs> it has not had an unfinished foot. Yet the criteria is it needs a... A, a band to wrap around the, the thing that goes on it and an unfinished foot. And then it's usually, yeah, I didn't like it with the unfinished foot. Yeah, but that's not what, what was asked for. We got what we asked for here, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's I'm been gonna, a while. I'm going to go on a limb and say that Nick Kutro did not supply this factory with molds because <laughs> it doesn't roll. Well, it's got, it's got a stem that's yeah. rolled on the back. Stem acts as a stop. It's not very round. Yeah. Mine is. I'm sorry, they were in my pocket. All right, can we can we cut it and light it? Or are we well, stalling for there, a reason? There's some Davidoff speculation in the chat room too. Well, well it does look to, a little bit like the Davidoff Medora. It's good that it's in the care package so that everybody can try it, and we try to figure this out at the same time. So let's give it a cut and light and see. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo. Cut off the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So, again, always with the... Good draw. Which isn't always the case with a closed foot. This is scotch without the burn that was finished in a sherry barrel. No, it's those (laughs) round chocolate... Cookies with the jelly in the middle. The jelly ring cookies. I forget who makes them. We've had this conversation yeah, before. Very good. But there's dark chocolate and cherries. I take that as Ed Sullivan agrees. That's with his him. maiden name. He's not supposed to get the drop unless he's right at Sullivan. He was a hundred percent right. Cause I have no idea what he was talking about <laughs> with these jelly rings and I figured he must know something. It tastes barrel-aged. Thank you. Yeah. Give me my own drop. Give me your own drop. All right, let's light her up. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. 
The Vertigo Intimidator features four jets, a color-changing flame, all fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have easy adjustment and a cap connected by a chain so you don't lose it, all for the low price of $24.99. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. Right, because if you lose the cap, next thing you know, what happens, Jonathan? Mm. You end up burning yourself with the... Or schmuckus. Schmuckus. You can't yeah. have the schmuckus. I like the angle, the angle ability on this because now when it's time to toast the cigar, you're not getting schmuckus to fall in. Oh, nice. It's double schmuckus protection. They think of everything, these people. I, I like the go. angle in my pocket because then it looks curved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Press you got a little Peroni going on there. <laughs> so I like the cigar. I don't really toast a lot. I, I go right into lighting it because mm. I want to draw that tobacco in there because that's what's meant to happen. So you're going to get your initial thing is going to taste wrapper. And then it's going to go into it. So it's ever-changing. For a three-and-a-half-inch cigar, this was part of the thought process, too. How much does a cigar change within a three-and-a-half-inch cigar? And you can't smoke the last half-inch anyway. So you got three inches to smoke a cigar. How much could it change? If you put the wrapper on the outside, you got one change that happens. Right away. A little sweet, the little first, cinnamon. Yeah, the first straw was marshmallow fluff. <sighs> You're not agreeing with him today. <laughs> How? <laughs> it's not even close. It's not even close I, to I marshmallow agree. fluff. I agree. It's cinnamon. He, he just says marshmallow fluff because he can't pronounce cinnamon. It's he's cinnamon. Learned no, how, I have learned how to pronounce cinnamon. You, you, you can say it now. Yeah. It's earthy, cinnamon, and leather right off the bat. Like yeah. if you dropped your ball gown on the ground and there was also some cinnamon on the ground. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Sean Baudry says you, you can get a lot of schmuckus from that closed foot. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. Do you light it, Ed? Yeah. Strong. It is a firecracker profile yeah. or, or a bomb. or It's uh, at the top of the heap right now, right yeah. off the bat. No, we can't, wow. say, we can't say strong AF because we'd be leading people down the road <laughs> as we did with, for you that it's a Toro Fuente. <laughs> But the the YouTube early chat agrees with me. They're saying they got marshmallow fluff. Just, really? just to let you know. See, right. I've just, I have noticed this, this Barry fanboy. He does. He yeah. has <laughs> he has this little. These are click, my people, which is irritating <laughs> as hell. By the way, a little click of people that just do and say whatever Barry says and wow. does. Who would ever thought? Huh? Although Jonathan uh, Larry McSheffrey says, if you get schmuckus in your closed foot, you need a doctor. He he makes an excellent point. <laughs> I think Barry is, is it can go two ways. They're either got the fanboys or he has equal amounts of haters. Yeah, it's love or hate. Yeah, he's very divisive. There's not a lot of people that just oh, I can take yeah, him Barry's or leave him. Okay. No, no, I'm either really into him or I hate his guts. Exactly. Shut I'm up at, and eat what's put in front of you. I'm at hate his guts right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he got two drops and I got none. Barry. Oh, you <laughs> So it is a firecracker. That's his maiden name. Also known as a cracker, a noisemaker, a banger, or a bomb. These are all what firecrackers are known as. Chinese name for firecrackers is B-A-O-Z-H-U. B-A-O-Z-H-U. I don't know how to say it in Chinese. Bozo. Baozu. Baozu. Literally means exploding bamboo. That's oh, where nice. the word comes from. Small explosive device, divine designed to produce a large amount of noise, especially in the form of a loud bang, 
usually in celebration or entertainment. Any visual effect is a goal. They have fuses, yes, and they are wrapped in heavy paper casing, in this case, heavy wrapper outside, leaf. Yeah, outside tobacco. Wrapper and binder leaf, for the most part, containing an explosive compound, in this case, Lajero. So this is a criteria of trying to make a firecracker cigar. Firecrackers, along with fireworks, originated in China. And this is the Chinese New Year. So we, what, what a good tie-in that this ended up having in. Um, early pre-1920 firecrackers, known as Mandarin firecrackers. It's much like the flu that's going on here that was known as a Chinese virus. It Firecrackers <laughs> were known as the Mandarin firecrackers, not regular firecrackers. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at you. Here we go. Uh, typically a half inch to two inches long. Uh, firecrackers or black bombs are three and a half inches long. Mandarin firecrackers are pro- approximately a quarter inch, 6.4 millimeters in diameter. Black bombs are 50 64ths of an inch or 0.78 inches or two millimeters. Firecrackers were charged with black powder, and the black bomb is charged with Medora wrapper and high priming dark. Lajeros. Any guess right now on this outside wrapper? Is it more San Andreas or is it more? It's more, San Andreas. More San Andreas. Absolutely, it's San Andreas. It's got more of the mineral quality. Yeah, I the got sweetness. that now. That marshmallow fluff is dissipated and this leathery cinnamon mineral. It's kind of like a little mineral. What water. you're describing is it's the taste that most people have when they're concussed. <laughs> concussion? You, you got a concussion problem? I could have one listening to you. The Black Bomb is in celebration of the Chinese New Year by Chinese communities around the world. Um, so I don't know if this is going to be, and Oliver is in the Dominican Republic of all places right now. Um, is this something that will be an annual release? Because we see Chinese Year of the, there's a few companies that do. Sure. Of those right oh, now. Oh, yeah. There's one in the Dominican that there's does one that. one in the Dominican. That would be Davidoff. There may be two in the Dominican that do that. Mm. Somebody else came out with an exact year of the Ox also this year. Yeah, uh, Jewish State did. Okay. Mm. Also Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Okay. Does it piss you off when other companies copy other companies, or does it only piss you off when someone copies you? Only copies me. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, you know, that's a really creative idea for the folks over there that to just say, okay, they've had success with this year of, let's no, I, jump on the I bandwagon. I wonder if they, if they feel dirty doing it. No. Like, I would, I, I think I would. I would feel like, I don't know, I'm a creative guy anyway. I want to come right. out and, and fail myself. Or What's worse than ripping somebody off and failing? Oh, my God. <laughs> but you, you kind of set yourself up for disaster. I don't know. Um, so who makes the black bomb? The manufacturer asked to be anonymous. Why? They have their reason, according to Oliver. Maybe they do not release cigars for other companies. Maybe that doesn't happen to them. That would certainly be a, um, a Toro Fuente type of thing, that they don't really make they don't. things for other people. Maybe they, uh, although they, they are doing something for Padron this year. Yep. Yeah, that's a little face-off action yep. going on. Maybe they don't want to be associated with a gimmicky thing. I remember at the beginning of this that people... Many people kind of, laughed at you. Yes, I was laughed at. <laughs> um, for what reason? They came to United Cigar, says Oliver, and that we would need to keep the secret. 
so much so that I don't feel good enough about the secret, I don't want to know. After it's over, maybe I want to know, but I have slipped up on occasion, and I don't have to worry about that because I don't know. So we have an employee that really enjoys a Nicaraguan profile, and I had a sample of this without a band on it. Yeah. So I gave him one, and he thought for sure that this was the Molillo um, firecracker. Next year's version. Right. This year's he version. thought I had a bench sample of it, and he was wrong, but mm-hmm. it has that little subtle pepper note in the background. Nine of chocolate. That has... Because we have had the Wise Man Maduro. Yeah. This doesn't taste the Wise Man Maduro. It doesn't taste exactly like the Wise Man Maduro, but the firecracker iterations never really yeah. completely encapsulate the flavor profile. There's some similarities, but, he let but there's the, always more aggression. He let the cigar play the man instead of playing the cigar. He saw the fuse and he said, okay, it has to be the Wise Man. But nothing that he tasted turned him away from that. I'm just saying, this is, this is good enough to fool a kid that has a really exceptional palate. This is way too strong to be in a Toro Fuente. Yep. Um, even to an Opus X or anything like that. Um, isn't that interesting? They certainly wouldn't allow a $6 Opus X Correct. to end up happening. Are you saying this is an Opus firecracker? No, I'm oh, saying okay. it's absolutely not. <laughs> I see. It's absolutely not. I was distracted It's here. strong AF, track. not strong at Toro Fuente. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even have a guess. I don't even have a guess on it. I understand lots of reasons why people don't want to associate it with it, though. Really? I, yeah, because I've been through it early on I on mean, this thing. It's gimmicky, it's gimmicky. You, yeah. you don't mind being associated with it, though, right? No. No. I came up with the idea. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's, there's legit companies that don't want to be associated with gimmick, gimmicky things. Not that people that are into gimmicky things aren't legitimate companies either they have fun with it it's a fun project but it just always to me yeah you'll do it but as long as you don't say yeah, but, that we did it how would i yeah, but really they perdomo is not about gimmicks but they had no problem making yeah a very good firecracker yeah, yeah. i think perdomo's in a slightly different I, seat and now i think it's it's gained enough traction and enough people been on it it's not a it's not a no um Although, so, there's still no's that happen. What about a Toscano firecracker someday? <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Why don't I have a board up here that I can push a button and say, you're an idiot? Why? That's stupid? It'd be more like a bottle rocket. Yeah, it's not. It's no, but thin. They'd have to make it three and a half inches by 50. But using all fire cured. <laughs> that, yeah. that was big with... Um, Drew Estate made a um, fire-cured. Yeah. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky fire-cured. Fire cured. Yeah. yeah. What, Jonathan, you think they should make a sparkler or something? Because well, I mean, thin? in that case, why don't we have Hammer and Sickle make a Kalinox 75 It would be uh, firecracker. If Toscano right. made it, it would be a Petardo. Ah. It's the Italian word for firecracker. Uh-huh. Look That's at Barron's quick okay, on the Google. you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it sounds. Um, so... I'm just trying to figure out some Dominican companies that would not want to associate them. The strongest one would be a Toro Fuente that I think. Well, we know it's away. not 
La Florida Minicana because they, they did, did a firecracker and they had no problem. Uh, Unless they, they did it again and they said, well, we don't want to do it again, but we'll do it for you, but don't put us on it. La Aurora? Now, there, There's, early on, the early barrel-aged... There is some similarities where that's a possibility. Before lighting that, the yep. cigar, if you took a cold drawer yeah. on it, there was barrel-aging. Barrel yeah, even now, there's a little of that that oak from a barrel involved that, in the that cigar. That is a good guess. That is a mm. good guess. That is a good guess. Good job, Barry. But why would they not want to associate themselves with it? I don't know. I'm insulted a little. <laughs> I'm insulted by it. <laughs> so you're, we're getting pretty much anybody who makes... Dominican cigars being thrown out here. We've got uh, El Artista. <laughs> El Artista. We got um, La Galera firecracker. So, so could this possibly be the A poppy bomb? Big poppy, big poppy bomb, and he's saying <laughs> you can't use my name. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> you can't use my name, but we'll make the cigar for you. Yeah, six dollar cigar using the David Ortiz name. We're yeah. making a nine dollar cigar yeah, for the naming. We're not going to do that. Yeah, you can't afford that. That name. is a good mm-hmm. thing. And coincidentally, we just had David Ortiz on. Is there something going on that? See huh? the, the the chat box is playing Dave right now. That's the <laughs> exact <laughs> game that, that, that Dave come plays. From the chat box? El Artista, yeah. Okay, that's actually a good one. I mean, I think it came in as La Artista. So well. T- 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 and that was beer and beards. Beer and beards. I like it. Okay, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. And it's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $5,000. I'm interested. I like it. Hold a firecracker in your hand until one second before it explodes. And you can keep doing it. But if it's two seconds, you got to light another one. You don't get any money, and it's got to be within one second before it exploded. You let. If it blows up in your hand, it blows up in your hand. You're on the you're hook on for your, your own medical you're on expenses. Your own everything. Ever have a firecracker blow up in your hand? No. The little thin ones, not the big M80s or the blockbusters. I've had that happen. Really? Yeah. I had that, that white char thing on my finger for over a month. Finger constantly numb, hurt. Not a fun thing. I'll pass. I remember horror stories when I was a kid of people saying, oh, so a firecracker blew up in his hand, his fingers blew up and stuff. I never met the person. No, that's was- usually from an M80 or a Blockbuster, which is like equivalent to what, a quarter of a stick quarter dynamite? Sticks, yeah. Yeah, this regular firecracker, I've had it happen. I feel like Hurts, as long as... But you're because not I used to light them and throw them, but I wouldn't wait till the thing, you know, some people would end up watching it go a little, get close down and try to throw it in the air and it blows up in the air instead of falling on the ground. Very risky move. To do, but you got one second. When it comes to explosives, their power is in trying to restrict them. So the reason dynamite is so powerful is they'll drill a tight hole, they put the dynamite in, and the dynamite gets exponentially more powerful because it's under pressure. So I think as long as you're not squeezing the firecracker hard, if you just kind of were holding it ever so gently... But it's wrapped tight on... Per- that's It's already tight. It's wrapped tight, but you don't squeeze it tight. Okay. And then... You light it, and you just kind of watch it and float it. I feel like I would do it for five grand. Really? Yep. I think I could. My grandfather had one blow up right outside of his fingertips, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. No problem. He he, he would scare the cats away because 
uh, that they would hunt the squirrels, and he liked to feed the squirrels with his bird feeder. I used to buy them by the big bricks. Yeah, gross. And then you got to unwind yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. So you're going to have individual Well, that would be a pack, but then I'd have a brick of yep. those. And these these particular cigars are sold in bricks also. We don't have any pricing on this. You get 30 bucks? Yeah, 30 bucks for a five-pack is what we're hearing right now. All right. Uh, they haven't landed yet, so subject to change. Yeah, it should be this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, the idea is to have it during um, the Chinese New Year, which is... It lasts 14 days. Did you know that? The Chinese I knew it went on for too long. Yeah. They closed everything up and they stopped. You know, Dave didn't say you can't be wearing a glove when you do this, so you can have some added protection. I have two words to say to that. Hee <laughs> hee. Hmm. All right. The Chinese New Year is a festival that celebrates at the beginning of the year of the traditional Chinese calendar. The Chinese culture, East Asian countries, the festival is a community referred to as the Spring Festival. The spring season begins, and uh, it has to do with 24 solar terms, the moon and all that stuff as that goes on, and it's the end of the winter and the beginning of the spring season. The first day of the Chinese New Year begins on a new moon that appears between January 21st and 20th of February. So it's right now. The It's kind of 20, a big window. Yep. The... 2021 first day of the Chinese New Year will be this Friday, the 12th, um, which is the Year of the Ox. So you're seeing other brands out there, the Year of the Ox, right? The Chinese New Year is associated with several myths and customs. Chinese families gather for an annual reunion dinner. So it's a reunion type thing too. Uh, it is also traditional that the families um, clean their house thoroughly. It sounds more like Thanksgiving to me than New Year. But it's not interesting. So it's spring cleaning that happens also in order to sweep away all the ill fortunes that may be coming for bad luck. They're very superstitious people, the Asians, right? Is this is this racist? I'm going to keep quiet because I it think might be. at the point that you have to ask the question, <laughs> yeah, you probably everything. shouldn't have said whatever you said. Although I think you're okay. So I'm getting far. a no in the studio audience. <laughs> I'm getting a no. I don't mean anything by this. On um, any custom is in the. They decorate windows and doors with red paper cutouts of couplets. So people holding hands? I guess. <laughs> Popular themes among the paper couplets include good fortune and happiness, wealth, and longevity. Other activities include lighting firecrackers and giving money in red paper envelopes. Before you read any more of this, can you tell us the coin story? No. <laughs> so let me tell you. So... so I got this information beforehand, and I, I prep for the show beforehand to get things. Red paper envelopes, and I'm watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and one of the questions that came up for like a half a million dollars was, what do they do? And there's four things, and one of them was red paper envelopes, and I yell out red paper envelopes because I know the answer for a half a million dollars, but I'm by myself, but I yell it out verbally anyway and the answer is red paper envelopes so look what you learn on the show you say you learn nothing on the show mm -hmm. that question was for half a million dollars and imagine if but if, there were no witnesses so how do we that, know this is true and that already Go happened back to, it was last week's show it's like if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's around here's the answer and watch last week's who wants to be a millionaire for half a million dollars red paper envelopes now imagine if the guy was listening to the cigar authority heard me say that in the then, future. 
and then was yes, on the show was on in the, the past. show if there was a week before <laughs> and that came up and he won and they said he says oh my god i know this answer i heard it on the cigar authority it could have been a big deal could have been could have been it wasn't though um but but they give each other red paper envelopes fill money so if you see a red paper envelope around especially this time of year mm-hmm. pick it up because there it could might be money have money in it. in it right that's a great helpful tip it also serves as the first meal of the year at midnight so they have their meal at midnight do you think it's chinese food it is absolutely <laughs> chinese food well we that order is- in chinese food for new year's here do they order in american food are they having hot dogs and hamburgers? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We must have somebody in China listening to the show. Let us know. Write to us and tell us what goes on here. Uh, this year is the year of the ox. What is next year? Don't look. Guess. Um, the year of the ninja. Year of the cock. Rooster. Dog. No, we just had tiger. a year of the dog. It's the year the of the wood. tiger. Tiger sounds right. Year of the tiger. It is the year of the tiger. Tiger Woods? Nope. Tiger, year tiger, tiger Woods, tiger, y'all. Tiger, tiger. Um, Interesting, the Chinese. Interesting. Okay, um, Black Bomb. Early indicated on Black Bomb. I put mine down. It stayed lit. I would. That's a huge thing for me. We went over that before. Stronger than I expected. I've even. powered through half of it. So far, I'm finding it very enjoyable, a little earthy, some cedar components. Uh, that sweetness and cinnamon has dissipated. Uh, how many weeks ago we tried this because it major change major change the look, other one look how tight that is yeah. the, the other one it was you know too moist it was wet yeah. it was still yeah. early there was uh, ammonia components so sometimes to it. like 60 days or something changes cigar dramatically you have to know going into that it's burning slow we got a half hour into this close to yeah a little bit of pepper I still am getting, I'm halfway through too I'm still getting sweetness Mostly coming off that wrapper. Um, there's a little umami kind of that other sense, like a soy sauce without the salt kind of taste going on. You got no salt. Soy no salt. sauce. Soy sauce Where without salt. I got a little MSG. Yeah, yeah. You're tasting some smoky. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't let that go out. Um, how about um, cashews? Cashew chicken. <laughs> I got a little Kung Pao <laughs> Keep your Kung Pao over there Actually the Retro Hail is a very definitive Espresso component But I get that a lot on San Andreas uh, mm-hmm. Wrappers Guaranteed this is San Andreas wrapper So yeah. that we can get past So uh, all we have to do is narrow down All of the Dominican manufacturers That have used Or have access to San Andreas wrapper. There would be pretty much all Every, of them. All of them. It's everyone. Okay, we've got nowhere. Nowhere. But, but it doesn't taste like Dominican tobacco inside. No, there's some there's pockets. There's pockets where you're. I am picking up a little bit of Dominican, but it's 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 little little pockets of it. By and large, yeah. it smokes more like a Nicaraguan. I almost taste a little Peruvian in it. And, mm. You know, I'm a big fan of Pelo yeah. Duro. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some of that in here. That would be Davidoff. They're the ones that use Peru. Yeah, it would be LFD. It would be La Aurora. It would Did be I? Hochi Blanco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's back take a to break. everybody. Yes. Back to everybody. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's Chinese New Year, and that means Chinese food. What does that mean? And what does that have to do with cigars? And a prize giveaway. We're going to give away a prize, um, and this is from last week. It's a $500 gift card. 
and we'll do that when we come back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Christoph. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the 
Quantity Produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hello, this is Huster Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking the Black Bomb, celebrating the Chinese New Year. And uh, uh, that was just George Padron we heard a few seconds ago. I had a uh, long conversation with him uh, via Skype. We haven't seen each other in quite a while. Uh, but the good news is their factory is up in full capacity right now. Uh, they were down as low as 25% at one time. Um, Cigars were tough to get. Uh, they got some catch-up to do, but I think uh, we get caught up uh, before you know it. So that'll be good because... Uh, I would say, by and large, the Padron smokers at our store anyway sometimes had to pick a different size, yes. but that we were never out-out. Yeah, go to the natural instead of the Maduro, go to mm. a different size. Honestly, honestly, people don't do that. They don't go natural to Maduro. They'll take another size of Maduro. Really? The Padron Maduro smoker only smokes Maduro. The Padron Natural smoker only smokes natural. And in the, in my conversation with him, I was saying to him, I got to say, I think the most loyal cigar customer that will not break stride is Padron. That they don't mm-hmm. bounce around for the most part. They, they will try. And our guys are really good. They'll try something new. Yeah. And then they go back to Padron. It, it's, yeah, give, give me a single of that. Yeah, instead they, of smoking they, one. You're trying to shove down my throat, but give Padron, me a box of my- Padron, they'll smoke the Bandolero, and then a Padron right after. Yeah. Kind of wash the taste out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah. Of those uh, non-Padrones. All right. right. Now, now the Dos Ombre guys are very loyal, but they'll try something else if you can keep them in the price point with well, that quality, which is imp- tough. Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Um, all right. So last week we did the meatball. And we offered all these promotions and deals, all gone. All gone. Not only sold out, but um, we can't sell it anymore anyway. Problem is those rare cigars that we uh, Mm -hmm. only had so many of, whatever. I think it went very well. Thank you all that participated in viewing the show, which was pretty close to a viewership and uh, listenership of a regular Cigar Authority, which was on a Friday night. Yeah. You guys got nothing to do? <laughs> I can't believe the number of people that listen to Steve Saka again the next day. It's right. like, oh, my right? God. And that's still – the guy's hot anyway. And uh, he was kind enough to uh, buy a gift certificate, but there was criteria to this gift certificate. $500, right? $500 okay. gift certificate. But obviously, you can only use it on Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust cigars. So what does that get you, like four cigars? <laughs> no. Oh, you could get five of the – well, you don't have five unicorns, I don't right? have any unicorns. No. Nor does he. Huh. Um, but you can spend it whatever you want, and um, let's get a lot of, lot of uh, entries in here. Let's give it a good mix because it's a it's – a, you know, what's better than a $500 gift certificate, right? You know, a thousand dollar gift certificate? Yeah, but I mean, when 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 it's a box or it's something which is nice, but maybe not everybody wants it. This fits everything. Everybody. Now, does everybody the gift wants. certificate come in a red envelope? It should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but depending on who it is, maybe it's just going to be digital, a, a digital credit or whatever. Yeah, why not call on the guy? All right, you got five hundred dollars to spend. Go, go, right? Huh? Um, like a shopping spree. Yep. 
We'll put it that way, yeah. and certainly they could certainly they could buy a six hundred dollar box of cigars mm-hmm. and owe us a hundred dollars. There you go, which would be or they could win. spend a we thousand. Call that a win-win. There's no limit. Oh, there is no limit to your spending, <laughs> only because it was the meatball and it's a championship. So whoever it is, you can spend as much as you want. I normally don't do this, but you can for this time. Here it is, five hundred dollar gift card. Giving it another mix here. The lucky winner. Everybody's looking to make sure you ain't cheating. Is Pino Cero. Really? Yes. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Pino's going to be up here on the 20th of uh, February doing a little thing. And uh, I thought I was the only one with an AOL address still, Pino. So <laughs> kudos to you, man. Yeah, I know him. Kicking now, it old school. And Pino, he, I'll reach out to you uh, on Monday. Pino had a problem with me, I remember, too, right? Did, well, I ignored him or something he didn't like. Yeah, but he I was watching this year's meatball and said he wanted his mother to enter next year. Ah. You remember he wanted to bring them, but you said his mother has to come to the event. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> okay. This is the same guy. Yeah. That wasn't Pino. That was Nicholas that was sitting in the back that had a problem with you. Oh, all right. It was Nicholas. Nicholas right. has a problem with everyone. I like him. Oh, I don't dislike. Oh, him. actually, How's the that? fact that we with this is like Beetlejuice. We just said his name. Now he's going to write a I long email. He knows a regular listener. Is he oh, yeah. right now? He probably uh, he, is. He uh, works in a cemetery, I believe, and yeah. he listens to the show afterwards. Afterwards, <laughs> although I see him works pop in, in sometimes at the beginning. He says, "Good morning, gentlemen, <coughs> and Mister Jonathan." All right. That's his standard so, sign. So, what's he do in, in the cemetery? That's a creepy job. He was complaining <laughs> the other day about how much snow he had to plow. So okay, um, so he plows in the cemetery. That's good. I let him know just now that he won, and his response was, "Holy fuck!" Okay, Ooh, okay. nice. <laughs> we, we'd like to bleep those words out. There we go. Somebody <laughs> that is listening, and they may have grandchildren in the other room. You jerk. Oh, all right. So other brands that celebrate the Chinese New Year, um, there are Chinese other Chinese member than. Nunchucks, yeah, Zing, yeah. yeah. Remember Zing? That was my creation. And there's, I who is it that's making the one that looks like it's in Chinese food containers? There's a Kung Pao thing that's yeah. out there. I saw maybe Punch. Punch, I think you're right. Um, I did one called Zing. It's not out there anymore. <laughs> and when you took the band off, it was like the fine. It Chinese, had a fortune. It had right? a fortune, and we we sat around for weeks writing stupid, crazy <laughs> stuff. And he who goes to bed with itchy bum wakes up with smelly finger. That yeah. was one of them because yeah. I, I smoked a cigar and it was on the band. And I'm like, you really? That's the one you put? There were so many, though. And in order to make this, you'd have to make runs of every single one of these bands that had the different thing in it. So it was a costly thing, too. And I thought it was so creative and it didn't do anything. You giggled uh, to yourself many times. I did. It, I did. It sat next to the any Cubans. Right. Right. <laughs> um, Davidoff does the Year of the Ox. Somebody else does a year of the same exact thing. Um, I, I don't know if it's Caldwell or one of those guys that do. Um, oh, yeah. James says Chinese finger trap. Finger trap, yeah. right? I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's Moya, Moya Ruiz that does the finger okay. trap, I think. Yeah, there's been a lot of that stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you, when it comes to the Chinese... These limited release products that come out, they're into that stuff. And when they're numbered, they want the number eight. Really? Is that right? Was it it eight? I'm pretty sure it's eight. Yeah, that I'm not sure about. So 
Yeah, they're big on numerology. So yeah. Different numbers. I believe the number's meanings. eight. I could be wrong, but I think it is. And it, so it would be 888 or 888 is the one. If there's a 1,000 boxes made, those are the things they're looking at. And if they can't get those, then it's, okay, give me 108 or give me uh, one, 188 and different things like that. If, if eight is the magic number, I, I don't think. That's why I say they're, they're superstitious and in, in numerology and all these different things that happen um, without trying to be racist, I'm telling you, as a, as a, as a whole. Yeah, in modern China, eight is associated with wealth. It is uh, pronounced ba in Chinese, and uh, it means well-off or getting rich in a short time. Okay, so there's hmm. something to that. Um, so they must like sheep. Ba, ba, <laughs> black sheep. Never mind. Why? Don't, don't quit your day job. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. That went right over my head. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Ed Sullivan, I will take whatever drop I can get. <laughs> As I have no idea what this means, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) Sunday is the Super Bowl and Tampa Bay is taking on the Chiefs of Kansas City and the game might be decided by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin through a giant yellow H. The coin toss will see the most amount of individual bets. The over-under on commercials featuring dogs is four and a half, and is even a bet for which coach's nostrils will be seen on TV first. Here's a hint. Take Andy Reid, since he wears a face shield instead of a mask. But here's some stats you probably didn't want to know. 20% of the population will watch the game alone this year due to COVID restrictions. 21% will watch the game in their pajamas. 42% will go off their diet during the game. 19% plan to drink a lot more. 11% only watch the game for the ads, like Mr. Jonathan. And 8% of us will watch the game naked. I watch the game. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. I'm not, I didn't miss the 8% of us, by the way, will watch it naked. That's a visual (laughs) that I didn't need at all. Damn it, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> Upcoming shows next week. Uh, I we watch s- it for the tight ends. That's what I was going <laughs> to uh, We celebrate uh, President's Day coming up, and uh, it's Presidents and Cigars. And joining us is Jim Price. He'll come on the show. We had Jim on before. He's with Aroa Cigars. It's uh, the first 20th uh, we're going to smoke on the show, so uh, he's going to be around. He's the one who tied with Mr. Jonathan. Fourth last, place, yeah. Last fourth place. place. Last fourth place, place tie. Last place. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll have him on, and maybe he'll he'll talk about uh, he, that. I don't think he was happy about his showing. And again, he was up yesterday. Again, he came in last place, and he wants to come next year. This is not good for sales. All the people yeah. that come in last Watch so, so we're going to be full of last place right. contestants. Eventually, and the you're picking going to be all terrible. the best of the worst. worst. Right. Yeah. And Jonathan actually has a chance of winning at that point. Yeah, this is supposed to be stepping up. Right. I think if you're in last place, you're out after this. After this, if you come in last place again. Dave, Dave. It's your you birthday. Have, you have tried to kick me out of the event every year. And every year I show up with meatballs. So you could say I'm not in. 
but I'm showing up and with meatballs, and I'm the guy who sets up the tables. Dave, more than half the people come to see Jonathan. Did you Lose. did you hear how loud the cheering was yes. when they it turned out than when that the I was won. tied for fourth? <laughs> yeah. It was bigger than They that. were all so happy to see me lose. Even Mike is nodding right now. He's like, yeah, I'd but like to watch that. This is a business. That. It's not a WWE wrestling <laughs> event. I disagree. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and Pino and the guys from Cigar Cartel are doing a hearth up here. Isn't, and he won the thing. I'm so happy, Pino. So everybody from the cartel that's coming, make sure you hit Pino up for a cigar. <laughs> I know, because he's got 500 free. Um, that will be on February 20th. They're coming up. And uh, what cigar should you smoke instead of Cuban cigars? That's what we're going to talk about. And the following week is the prediction show. I couldn't move it up. There was nothing I can do. But boy, oh boy, do I want to move it up because these things are happening. I got a few on my predictions. List. Yeah, we got to get together. I'll email them to you. All right. We got to get together on this. Um, I predict Barry's one of the 8% of the people that watch the Super Bowl <laughs> naked. Please no. No, he's got people coming over. Please don't do that. <laughs> I know he did lose 80 pounds. Gives, gives a whole uh, new meeting to uh, think pig in a blanket. No, 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 uh, <laughs> no comment. Yeah, no nothing. Let's make believe that. I agree happen. 100% with Barry. <laughs> I agree. He should watch the Super Bowl naked. So what is the best-selling Chinese food? There's only one. So I have the answers here. According to Grubhub, the online mobile food ordering system analyzed a year's worth of ordering data from 30,000 participating restaurants across 800 cities, 172,000 takeout orders a day. Chinese mustard. To 4.57 million active diners and determine the 10 most popular dishes in America of Chinese food. Lo mein and egg foo young have to be on the Chinese list. Chinese mustard. No, egg foo young. No, not Chinese in the mustard. Top ten. Mm. Chinese mustard. No, beef teriyaki. Beef teriyaki. No, it's on and there. Is, is it, no, is it American Chinese? It's chicken wings on there. This is bullshit. Because the chicken Kung wings Pao. are in there. I no. probably bullshit. Okay, fried wontons. No, can you make any more wrong guesses? General Gao, crab rangoon, sweet and sour chicken. God, they're coming left and right. Crab Rangoon is number two. All right. I got it. I'm on the board. Right, that's my wife's favorite. I'm on the board. Crab Rangoon is number two. What did you say? Um, how Sweet about some sour. egg rolls? Egg rolls is number three. Ha, huh, I'm still ahead of Ed Sweet Sullivan. and sour chicken? Sweet and sour chicken is number seven. General Chow or Gao up here, as you guys call it? It is number one. Number one, General, General Gao or Chow or Sao is um, the... Number one Chinese, and actually number four most popular dish of all foods, of all foods. In the world? In the world, according to Grubhub. Do you know General Tsao doesn't exist in China? It was a dish invented in San Francisco. So was the fortune cookie. There we go. And, uh, if you, and if you look at um, your the, show notes, the, I you'll see that we're going to get to that. Read the do, read they, the, uh, do they go into fried rice or no? Fried rice, number six. I don't know anybody that orders Chinese food and doesn't, doesn't get fried rice. That has to be it's a, number six. But it, it needs to be higher than six. I think they're full of S. <laughs> nope. I would, I would agree with General Gao Chicken. I've never even ordered Crab Rangoon. I've had that. Egg roll. But I've had three top what, things. I've had all getting. three. Beef teriyaki is not on there. choose not to get any rice at all because of carbohydrates and stuff. Fried rice is number seven. What do you do with Sweet the, sour the chicken number seven. platter? Is that uh, just broken into its components? Probably. Any chicken wings? Chicken wings is not here. No. Chicken wings. It doesn't count. Like, I hate seeing that on a menu at a Chinese restaurant. Chicken wing is not Chinese food. 
Duck wing, I'll give you, but chicken wing, what no. What about chicken fingers? What, Not here. What about saugus wings? Not here. It's only no, one person that makes those. <laughs> this list is flawed, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm under protest right now. Number nine, number 10, pot stickers. No. Mm. All right, that's dumplings. No. Nobody gets that. Number nine, hot and sour soup. Have you ever had mm, a pot sticker? That's popular. Yeah, dumplings. I've yes, always I had have. dumplings. I've had both. Hot and sour soup. Yeah. That's the Sometimes go-to. Sometimes when you get the lunch, it automatically comes with it, I right? think and that we learned from Seinfeld that soup is not a meal. Therefore, that list is disqualified. Number eight, orange chicken. Mm. Which was invented by uh, Panda Express. Really? <laughs> yep. Followed by number seven, sweet and sour chicken. Almost the same thing. Yeah. Number six, fried rice. Number five is another soup. Wonton, Wonton. soup. Wonton soup. Number... Four is a chicken dish, sesame chicken. Hmm. Sesame chicken. Followed no finger by finger foods in there at all. Followed by egg roll, right, finger, finger food, food. Followed by crab rangoon, number two, and general sow's chicken. And that is the top 10 of all Chinese food sold in the U.S. according to Grubhub of what they delivered. So that's that. Yeah, 15 minutes later, we're going to be hungry again. Right, right, right. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, we're going to have to read that list again, unfortunately. the uh, I would say that my favorite isn't even on there, and that's the beef teriyaki. Yeah. And I like a fried wonton. That's the yeah. crab rangoon without the stuff in it. I like it. Too. It's I a thought, conduit for the hot mustard. Yes, they both it is. are. I yeah. thought you were going to say anything that comes with broccoli was your favorite. Beef and broccoli? I like a beef and broccoli. Chicken and broccoli. I like a chicken and broccoli. Kung Pao chicken? No, no. I don't like any of that really? pow stuff. Oh, I like the pow. I'm not a pow George guy. George likes his chicken spicy. <laughs> Back to a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> George likes his chicken. General Chow, or Chong Tang, general, was a respected Chinese statesman in the military. And um, he was born November 10th, 1812, died in 85. Please just tell the coin story already. It is a su- sweet dipped fried dish that served in the American Chinese restaurants. General Gao Chicken is a Chinese cuisine introduced to New York City in 1970. Mm. So it's not all that old, 1970, inspired by a dish originally prepared by Pang Chang something, um, <laughs> a Chinese um, Taiwan chef in the Han- Hunan cuisine. Um, the dish is named after General Chow, although there is no record connecting him nor the dish in his country or hometown Providence at all. It's an American thing, just yep. like you said. Hmm. You know and, what, you know what I was, Jonathan, I know what your favorite dish is. Cream is some young guy. <laughs> He's not denying it, so it must be true. <sighs> your favorite Chinese dish? Mine? Yeah. General Gao or Chow. So that's number one yeah, to you. The, that's really the dark meat chicken, though. It's not the... Often. often. Some places will make it with white. Yeah, yeah. if it's a higher-end Chinese restaurant, it's usually yeah. the white the meat. The dark meat's more flavorful. It can handle the longer cook times and the higher cook temps. Yeah. Dark meat's he the way to go. He likes the dark meat. It's, yeah, he does. It's sweeter. <laughs> and your favorite Chinese? It, it all depends on where I'm at. You've got to tailor it to where you're going. And for me, my favorite Chinese restaurant... It's got to be in San Francisco. Really? R&G Lounge. Uh, I've never on been. On Kearney Street. Really? What's oh. the 
Well, Minus Kowloon's and yeah, Saugus, yeah, yeah. for sure. What I like to, to do, and I've done it three times now, is I like to go to Kowloon's with Dave because right. in his billfold right now, <laughs> he has the order. That, that he was doesn't the funniest change. thing I ever saw. He, <laughs> he doesn't change the order based on the number of people. No. He just or he hands the paper to the guy. The guy looks at it, nods his head, gives him back the paper, and goes not, and then not the day I went. The guy looked at it and said, "Too much food." Yeah, that and happens Dave, often. Dave said, "Well, what should I get rid of?" The guy would say, uh, "Saugus wings." No, we're we're getting. Yeah, that. we have to have that. <laughs> we went through the whole list. <laughs> yeah. No, we're having. And that. we brought it all. Nothing left. <laughs> But the, why, why do they try to talk you out of the Somebody comes in and says, give me five boxes of guys. I say to him, no, you can only have three. <laughs> why would I ever do that? I would never do that. The, the interesting thing about Kowloon's. When I order meals all the time. Yeah. The guy walks give it to you. into the kitchen and walks out with the food. It's that fast. Yeah. They see him on the camera walking in yeah. and they know what they, he usually they, orders. Yeah, so get him a staff. Yeah. We're like, going to run out of food. <laughs> try to talk him down. So, what's your favorite? Is beef and broccoli? No, I like the I like finger food stuff. I like the beef teriyaki and the fried wontons and the hot mustard, and I could just have myself a party right there. But you're not into into the regular full meals and with the pouring on the rice after, or do you want to do? Those are called appetizers, the finger foods. So that's the appetizers. Mm-hmm. You get those while you're waiting for your meal to get done, and then you. I think I have to have Chinese food for the Super Bowl. Nice. Because now I'm a, talking about it. I'm all yeah. about it. You're going to take a ride down to Saugus? Yeah, I did last week. <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes there. Grab it 45 minutes back. I did it last Sunday. Get home. Six days ago. Get home. There's no crab rangoon left. Your wife Something's is best. Gone. <laughs> they, but they didn't know it was there. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, they must have forgot it. Your, <laughs> your wife knows that list just like you do. I, yeah. I had Chinese food last night. I went with the orange sesame beef. So it's got some orange peel in there and some of the hot peppers. And wow, so you took care of two good. things. You've got the orange chicken and the sesame. And crab rangoon. Yeah? Yeah. Are you a rice person? It, I just use the white rice. That's oh, it. All right. Okay. Focus on that meat product. So I choose to either get vegetable fried rice or chicken fried rice as opposed to pork fried rice because they'll make it fresh mm. as opposed because of the... the Regular, um, yeah, that's production line. Yeah, pork yeah. Fried rice. So you make, you make a change up. You get beef fried rice. Whatever you end up doing, it comes in piping hot and fresh mm. because the fried the pork fried rice. This is a fat guy trick. Just so we're, I, we're learning, learning a so, lot. Yeah, this is how you do it. I'll tell you how to order. How you t- <laughs> you tip in advance, by the way. Mm. Yeah, here's a little something for you, and you wonder, you know, you get extra but stuff. How does the food come out so fast? I don't know. I don't know how that operates. <laughs> no. Whatever it is, they're, they're quick. It's got to have something to do with the walks or something there, and especially a place like like um, Kowloon's in Saugus, which, by the way, is the days are numbered. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be. Uh, well, we haven't been late. Well, you have, but I this, mean uh, this black bomb. By the way, if you don't mind us oh, digressing. Talking, all right, talk about the cigars. Talk about cigars. Uh, it's so far, it's good. Right down to the end, it's a, a finger burner for me. I, I agree. It's a cigar that I'm in no rush to put down. Very rich, very flavorful. Three and a half inch, one hour cigar. Multi-layered. Packed right. Good cigar. Very good. Would you like to make a guess who makes that cigar? You don't have to. No, I mean, there's two factories it's kind of familiar with. I wouldn't be surprised if it was La Aurora, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was Hochi Blanco. Hmm. So either one of them yeah. wouldn't shock me. All right. That's the Black Bomb. It's available, I would say, 
less than a week away. Look at look at two guys cigars.com or whoever um, is going to sell these things. They, they you can't buy a single. You buy them in five packs, twenty nine ninety nine. We think. Yeah, we think. Um, and that's how you buy the pack or our whole brick if you want, which would be five five packs. I can buy mm. a box of cigars for whatever price that's going to be. Be nice if we knew, but we don't know. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to light up yet another cigar from the care package um, that may or may not blow you away. <laughs> I don't know what I wrote here, but that's what I got. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. 
The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. Happy Chinese New Year and Super Bowl tomorrow. It's Super Bowl Saturday. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. Uh, we went from a three-and-a-half-inch to a big one here, Barry. What's the second cigar today? Yeah, today's second cigar is the Don Rafael, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic at Magia Cubana. The size that was spoken is the number 67 Churchill, which measures seven and a half by 50. It features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over an Indonesian binder and fillers from the Dominican Republic. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a box of 20 will cost you $49.99, which comes out to just under $2.50 per cigar. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Okay, 7.5 inch by 50. We went from a 3.5 by 50 to a 7.5 inch by 50. Double the size. Double. Double, but I think quite different cigar. Dominican cigar also. Quite different cigar. This, from what I understand, is a very mild cigar where the other one was very full-bodied. Uh, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars. They stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. I talked to Perdomo t- this week, too. Doing a lot of talk on Zooms and and. Uh, phone calls and things like that, not seeing people. This is the time typically that I jump on a plane and go down to Miami or go to Nicaragua and Dominican Republic, Honduras, and go visit these people, and that hasn't been able to happen. So it's been uh, 
over the phone and stuff. Mm. There's, it's, there's something lacking in there. I, I, I can't get my point across. I can't close the deal. I he talks with his hands, and his hands are outside the camera. Cold draw, citrus, and hay. Cold draw is rhubarb. We said the same thing. Why rhubarb is hay That's and rhub- maiden name. Rhubarb is a it, citrusy it hay. Is a citrusy and also a little bit of an umami kind of flavor to it. I agree one hundred percent with Barry. <laughs> no, Barry agreed with me. Make beef mushroom chai oak. Take the beef <laughs> and the chai oak off and just have the mushroom. But maybe some underlying that was cooked in that sauce in that mushroom in this cold draw. And there's how do you tie a show together. That's how it's done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. make believe like I didn't say The Vertigo <laughs> Intimidator features four jets, a color-changing flame, a neck that'll bend, easy adjustment at the bottom, and a cap attached by a chain for the low price of $24.99. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. So, what did you say the price of the cigar was? Twenty. Barry? Oh, <laughs> forty nine ninety nine a box, which comes out to two dollars and fifty cents. A little bit less than two dollars and fifty cents. Yes, that can't be true. It's pretty unbelievable because there's forty six cents coming in for S chip tax <laughs> that comes in. That takes the cigar down to two dollars retail. Mm-hmm. How is it possible? Is it a shot filled cigar? No, it is not. Hmm. This is a long-filled cigar. This is the, the best value cigar that is available out there. There's nothing lower price now. you got to like the cigar to begin with. We're talking more mild, creamy type of product, especially coming off of the firecracker. So we did uh, a scotch tasting, you and I, last night. Hmm. And the first scotch that was presented wasn't even a scotch. It was an Irish whiskey. Five. We had five scotches. Yes, I participated in this. Um, My car drives itself home, so thank <laughs> God for that. The The first scotch that we did was Proper 12, and people were blown away. I did a, a blind tasting, so we went through all the scotches, and at the end Which is learned, cheap. Cheap. It's very cheap. 30 bucks a bottle. Sometimes on sale, twenty four ninety nine. So I pulled the bottles out and lined them up in the order that we tasted them, and people were blown away that the Proper 12 was as good as it was. And really- what was going on with that is what's going on with this cigar. There was nothing offensive. They didn't take any chances. Mm. They just made you a cigar that draws well, that burns well, and is mild. There's no frills on this. It's good. But it's not even a bundle. It's a box of cigars, too, with a band <laughs> on it. And it just, but it's if- almost impossible. And what you said ye- yesterday to that group is we had a $30 bottle of scotch. We had five different ones, but you you provided three of them. Then there was a $400 bottle, and there was a $500 bottle. And he holds up the $400 bottle and said, was this 10 times better than this? Because it costs 10 times better. And they right. said, no, it was not. You know, maybe it's twice as better? Yeah, two or three times better. But again, you're when you're with scotch and with cigars, you're looking for something that is going to wow you, if you're looking for something that's going to wow you, it isn't going to be Don Raphael. You're going to be finding something else. There's no, no one's taking any chances with this. It's just a cigar that draws well, it burns well, and it doesn't have any offensive tastes to it. That's one kind wow. of smoker. You're really selling it. 
it's not bad. Say, yeah, it's not bad. It's just not. I don't know. It, There's nothing wrong with this. No. And you know, I, I know from our bundle stuff and things like that to people. Oh, I I smoke those when I'm cutting the grass or when I'm doing right. something. I got no problem with this. To be honest, this is with you. directly to smack dab in the center of your wheelhouse. Yeah, is what this is. You you say to me, I smoke Dos Ombre cigars now and then, and you see me smoke it. This is something I smoke. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the cigar. There is nothing wrong with the cigar. A little bit of sweetness. I want to see if this changes throughout. It may. Is it going to be? Um, right now, I'm, I'm. It's like one and a half to two. Yep. Uh, on the strength scale, and both flavor and strength. Yeah. Right? It's like there's not a lot of flavor. There's flavor, but it's not. This isn't a classic flavor bomb. Low, like, lower yeah. priming to middle primings. Mm-hmm. And we're not doing justice to this cigar having smoked it after the Black Bomb. Correct, correct. Which the Black Bomb, could you say the Black Bomb is twice as good as this? Because it's just about twice the price? I would say it is. Yeah, at least. If not more than that. Yeah. I This is up it, my wheelhouse. You have the look on your face like I'm talking about your firstborn child no, here. Because I because this is <laughs> up my wheelhouse. I want to see how it ends up burning out. You know, I'm looking at the wrapper, and is the wrapper pristine? It's not. No. The wrapper's uh, a little rough. But Ru- Rudy uh, says the next sales campaign, Don Raphael, there's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the combustion line yes, is really tight. They're advertisers on top of it and stuff. You know what? Do you know that they sell more of these than just about every brand that well they sell more they sell more gallons of proper twelve than that Abernathy whatever the hell it was that we had the three hundred dollar bottle in the tens of millions yeah tens of millions I believe it and it better burn it better mm. you know it's it's an to somebody that knows I buy cigars for a living it's impossible. This is an impossible cigar to be this low price. This is your grandfather's cigar. But $2.50 for a handmade, long-filled, 7.5-inch by 50 cigar, banded in a box to the consumer? Unheard of. Most people can't produce the cigar that cheap, never mind sell it that cheap. Their their cost of goods. Now, let's set the way-back time machine, Dave. Yeah. To when you opened. A dollar. But how many boxes, $30 boxes of cigars were yeah, there Yeah, but we're talking then? 36 years ago. But there weren't a even. Good, a good cigar was a dollar or more was a good cigar. Now a good cigar, you got to say, is $7 or more? Yeah. It might be pushing 8 now. $2.50? And not this, this is, As we continue to talk about this, I can sell this to you and tell you that this is unbelievable because it is. Right. And it, it, at the $8 wouldn't be this size. If you're talking this size, you're into 9 or 10 right. for Right. So, man, it's, to me, uh, unbelievable. How do you do it? Volume? Truly? Yeah. Your volume better be gigantic. Right. To, Dave, how do you think he does it? Well, the, the, you, you've got to have, you know, you got to have your rollers cranking these things out. So they, they've got to be good at what they're doing. So that's why I want to, we chose the largest one, mm. and I want to make sure that it, <laughs> being seven and a half inches, you've got a chance, and if, just just a 50 ring gauge, you've got a chance of draw problems, you've got chances of uh, tunneling, burning wrong. Let's see what's going on here, because so far, so good. Dave, yep. Casey Carter says, this is a cigar that an old bookie at the horse track would chew on and smoke throughout the day. 
That's a good description. That, that's fair. Did, did they come in different wrappers? Uh, we only have the Connecticut, yeah. so I don't know if it does. All right. Um, Super Bowl tomorrow. What does New England want to happen? The New England people in New England, because we had Brady that was with, with the Patriots for 20-plus years, leaves, goes to Tampa. What do you think the New England – well, watcher based on I've, he loses I've seen it very split on that but yeah. anybody who's not an asshole yeah. should be on Tom Brady's <laughs> side for this yeah I mean, Facebook is 60-40 wanting him to win of New England people yeah 40% hope he implodes I and listen I don't even like him I think he's kind of douchey but he brought 20 good years to New England. How do you now 20 just good years. Turn he on took him? all those pay cuts so that other guys could get paid to bring him on and he could have more assets. He was a team player. He coached people up then. He's obviously coaching people up now. He, he took How a team and brought him to the top. How can you possibly root goat. against him? Yeah, he's the GOAT. Would you root because for people like to hate. They always hated him when he was winning in New England. So Other people, but we're talking about New England. If you're a New England person, you've got to appreciate the guy that brings you to the dance. He's at least 55% of the heart and soul of what the Patriots They called him a cheetah. Was. They called him all kinds of stuff. And I bet you people in Tampa hated him. Would now you? he's in Tampa. Do they love him or do they sure. still hate him? You're they in a dance him. contest. Would you root for your ex to win? Uh, if. Because that's how some people are looking at it. It's They're looking like at that. it as their ex. Yeah, I and they don't want to cheer for their ex. I don't. I would don't know that I would root for my ex to beat me. But if I'm out of the contest, <laughs> which I probably would be, because she's a better dancer than I am, uh, and that's I'm, why she left you. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> yeah. um, Does she have a new partner? That's why I'm homeless. Uh, so yeah, I would root. I would root for her to win. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not someone who holds a grudge that way. All right, do you smoke special cigars, especially you, Barry? Yes. For the Super Bowl? I won't be smoking this. This isn't a Super Bowl cigar. Okay. Um, this is a 90-degree day in my backyard type of cigar. Uh, but I'll be smoking. Um, you know, I would have a great cigar if it was my team in it. Uh, but I'll be smoking some Padrones and... I'll have a couple intemperances because I can smoke in the house at a Super Bowl, and my wife oh. likes the aroma of the intemperance. Mm. So I'll buy a okay. couple of those so to start keep her with happy. Those to keep her yeah. going. I, I smoked an intemperance uh, yesterday morning, first cigar yeah. of the morning. Good. Saw it, and I, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, were you smoke? You smoke in the house? No, no, no. I used to the old house. The old house. My real house. This house, no. That's why we see you so often. That's good that's for right. us. It's good for you. Yeah, but yeah. No, so for me, it's more about uh, which cigar do I smoke to celebrate Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. Oh. And lately, it's been the Byron. You know, I think last Super Bowl, it was the Epic Poema. Oh. But this time, I would go for, and Jonathan knows all the names. What's the Torpedo? Torpedo. The the Miso, Miso. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that Miso one. Is, yeah, that's that's a Super Bowl winning cigar. Yeah, See, now I'm going to be in that same brand uh, family, so to speak. I'm going to go Bandolero. I've been smoking the S out of them. Serie A. Serie A. And oh, I'm going man. Ed Sullivan on this one. I'm going with the 42 ring gauge mm. because the flavor on that just pops. And I'm, I'm going to smoke it. I'll have one of those during the during the game. And I have a box of the Corojo Reserve I've been sitting on for a year. I'll crack that open. That'll be during the game. I don't care really who wins, but 
I'm going to smoke good cigars while the game's on. I haven't memorized the the names yet on those bandoleros, but do you like the 42, 46, 50, or the 54? In that one, I like the 54, and I like the 42 the best. Mm -hmm. The other ones are fine. I've been smoking the 46 religiously. Yeah, I'm bouncing between the 42 and the 46. Mm -hmm. I I actually think I might like the 46 a touch better. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. I'm going out of bay. That's where I'm going. Of course you are. Watching the show. Of course I am. I know exactly which box you're pulling it out of. How about special food, special drinks? Is there um, traditional things that you always do? Every year, we usually make pizza because I got a pizza oven, and that's part of- Even though it's so cold, you might- It's going to snow tomorrow, so we're definitely not doing that. So that's why I'm saying Chinese food might be the option. Uh, They were talking about something earlier this morning. We were talking about- you wouldn't. That's what we talk about, what we're going to eat tomorrow. <laughs> but even if it's n- not the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was our conversation last night. Who's bringing what? Because I'm having a few people okay. over to the house. So somebody's bringing sliders. My wife is making keto-friendly stuffed mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, my friend Jed is making chicken wings, finger foods. Yeah, yeah. I'm making a roast beef. Nice. Dave, that's the fat guy move, right? While you're eating, you're talking about yes. what the next meal is I was having breakfast talking be. about what we're going to eat uh, exactly. tomorrow. Not realizing it's going to be 6.30 at night. Yeah. And do you eat before, during, after, yes. halftime, Every, all of it? Everybody's coming over at 5, so it'll be before. It'll be for before. Mm. And, then, and then drinking. Special drinks? Uh, I'll buy a bottle of Edward Williams bourbon. Uh, one of my friends will bring a bottle of tequila. And I'm sure there'll be some other liquors. Hmm. I'll probably not drink a alcohol. Lot of, but a lot of people call no, in sick the day much. after the Super Bowl. It's the number one day to call out of work the day after the Super Bowl. Really? Keep an eye Don't on that. Don't do it. No. Don't do <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. And especially because it's going to be so late. And then you, you wake up the next day. And I bet production on Monday is bad. Like, don't buy a car that was produced on the day after the Super Bowl. Oh, that's a good. I'm glad my car got made before the Super Your Bowl. Your car is made. <laughs> yeah. Ed Sullivan's coming my way. All right. Uh, email number one. We're going to well, give away a prize, or what are we doing here? Yeah, we're going to give away this. All uh, right. Today's uh, best email of the week is brought to you by Trinidad Cigars, and the Trinidad prize package includes a flag, a wireless speaker, a hat, and a soccer ball. And a no, flag. the soccer ball is not inflated. You're going to have to inflate that thing a, yourself. A soccer ball. Soccer ball flag. Why? What, what's up with this? Why does this make it's sense? It's the Trinidad <laughs> Esperatu, I think they're calling it. Okay. And it kind of has Brazilian colors to it. Oh. So I'm assuming there's some Brazilian tobacco in there. Huh. Okay. A hat. Soccer ball flag. And what's the other thing? Wireless speaker. All right, I'm interested. And I'm the, interested in the wireless. It's about a hundred dollar value. Like if you were stranded on an island, the soccer ball would be good to yes. keep you company. The hat would keep the sun well, off. You couldn't call him Wilson because he's a soccer ball. So can I please <laughs> read the first email submission? Okay. Yes, please. Okay. Subject line from Kevin through the contact us page of the CigarAuthority.com is to inhale or not to inhale. Not. I've heard different recommendations from experienced cigar smokers on whether or not to inhale. If this has been covered on the podcast, could you please recommend the episode? If not, I would love to hear what the Cigar Authority has to say about it. Love the podcast, guys, and keep up the good work. Do not, under any circumstances, ever in your life, inhale a cigar. And it's the from a scientific standpoint, 
tobacco in a cigar is alkalinic and your lungs are acidic. So you don't want those two things combining because it is caustic. So the smoke becomes caustic to your lungs. Put that into perspective with cigarettes, which are acidic. And all the data on cigarettes shows that if you are a moderate cigarette user, which is less than 10 cigarettes a day, you're statistically even with a non-smoker. They don't publish that out. They don't put that on the commercials, but that's what monograph number nine tells us. But in a case of a cigar, you don't inhale. You smoke one to two cigars a day. You're going to outlive a non-smoker. You're less likely to get COPD, lung cancer, and coronary heart disease than a non-smoker. Don't inhale. Just have the smoke in your mouth. Blow it out and enjoy. Have you accidentally done it? Of course you have. Of course. And it's horrible. It's horrible. It's not good. It's not good. No. I cough. Cough it. Choke is more like Like when I... I got to pick something up and I got a cigar in my hand and I can't do both. I put the cigar in my mouth and I carry it. And then the gagging starts, yeah. the drooling. And then it's usually a few steps, put it down, and then figure out how I got to do this without carrying it in my mouth. But some people can, like Barry holds a cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. You do it too. Yeah. You're able to do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. You see, you've been watching, if you watch the show, you've been watching me for a long time. Well, this. Barry and, and Ed both have this lip technique. Yeah. Yeah. Where they do this and they hold the cigar further away with their lips. Yeah. A lot of times I'll answer the phone at work and I'm like halfway through. Two guys, two guys mail order. through your nose? Yeah. And I'll have to take the cigar out of my mouth because I realize I'm talking with it in it. I remember seeing some people, they put the cigar in the cheek of it and leave it there and huh. hold it there. Pipe smokers keep it in their mouth at all times, too. I can't. But in any case, I can't. you I don't, shouldn't. Don't you shouldn't inhale. inhale. Don't inhale. A little, bit of, a little bit of smoke through the nasal passages. Uh, passive retrohale is fine. If it starts to burn or starts to sting or be uncomfortable, stop doing it. Good advice. That's solid. All right. It's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars, who happens to make the cigar also. Huh. Uh, Don Raphael that was smoking. Um, today is Tampa versus Kansas City. Brady versus Mahomes. The goat versus the kid. How much of a kid is he? see what you did there. How much of a kid is he? Uh, what is this? Third year in the league, 26. Oh, really? He's a kid. And Brady's 43. Three. 43. Could be his father, right? I guess. Yeah. yeah if he got to jump on things. Um, what do you think, Ed Sullivan? Who do I think is actually going to win, or who's who do win? I want to who, win? Who's going to win? Mahomes is 26. Yeah, I think uh, Kansas City is going to win. 25, rather. Kansas City is by how many? Uh, Ed equals KC. They're going to win by at least 10 points. By 10. You're out of your mind. See, here's the thing. If, if Tampa can keep it close, they're going to win. The key to them is their defensive line, whether they can put enough pressure on Mahomes and prevent Kelsey from being open over the middle. I don't bet often, but I put a bet on Tampa, so I took Tampa. Yeah, I mean, for Tampa, they I just- got Tampa plus three, but I think Tampa's going to win by six. For, Tampa by six. For for Tampa, they've just got to have the ball mm-hmm. for a lot longer than Kansas City does. Mr. Jonathan? I'm not going to pretend I know about the foosballs, but I'm going to say it's Tom Brady by three points, and only because he's the king of running the clock down, it's going to be a tie game, and they're going to start the final drive, and they're going to burn out their timeouts, and they're going to burn out the clock, 
and take it with a field goal at the end. Wow. That's a very exciting game if your game really happens. Not so much if yours does. No, my game is not exciting. Well, you're not an exciting person. Correct. We should address that in the after show or something. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm going extreme here. You're close, but not enough. Kansas City by 15. Whoa. It's a blowout. It's a blowout in Dave World. There is no way it's a blowout. All right. Yeah, I don't think Brady will have to be embarrassed. So whoever wins this, will everybody buy that person a cigar? Sure. Okay. Sure. If Tampa wins, you guys buy me and Ed a cigar? No, no. no. Me, and, uh, me, whoever, yeah, me and Jonathan have Tampa. No. Huh. Whoever gets the closest of this whole thing. Is it you're okay. stupid without going over nonsense no, that you no. do in the classic no, no. three way? It, it's the real be, way. Close. You have to pick the winner and then be the amongst closest. those who pick the winner. Yeah, closest. closest. Okay. So All Tampa right. by five would be me. So I got five. You got 10. I got by 15. Mm-hmm. So it's impossible to be in between. So we're covered, right? Yep. Somebody's going to win. If, yeah. if they win by 12, you got it because it's not 13. Mm-hmm. If you guys are six and three, it's impossible to mm-hmm. be a tie in between there. If somebody wins by four, you get it, Mr. Jonathan, because you got three. If it's five, it's Barry because he's got six. Okay. Right? Very exciting. And everybody buy. You know what? We should have this conversation so on the after win. show this week. It'll be right after the Super Bowl. Somebody's going to win three. Yeah, they will have the answer by <laughs> Somebody's going to win three cigars. Correct. And do we do we put a $10 limit no, so nobody gets hurt? No, people can buy whatever they want to give to that oh, person. Oh, all right. Yeah, if you win, I'm buying you a shitload of it's, these Don Raphael cigars you like so much. Then we find out who's the cheapskate. <laughs> so they'd be I'll the judge. box with you. Be anything they want. And, okay, so that's what we'll do. Uh, Bearded Wonder thinks the Bears win 108. The Bears. 108 to 3. Wasn't that the Patriots Super Bowl with the Bears? That was almost the score of that one. All right. All right, let's go to break. When we come back. We got the matchup of the week. We got mailbag number two and three. And... Uh, we got a winner from last week, right? No, we're going to pick a winner pick this a winner week for on this that. Week. And we'll tell you what we're going to do on the after show, too. So, all that and more. Stick around. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. 
The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. What's going on? This is Robert Kelly from Medfit, Massachusetts, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. I hope they have me back. I think they swore too much. We haven't had him back. We should have him back, although he's living in New York now. Probably hasn't been up in the area. Uh, we need a little comedy in our life, and they need some gigs. Yeah. They need some gigs. We need funny people. Yeah. Uh, we did a comedy joke and smoke thing this year. Very that successful. Was awesome. And I say we do it again, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to plan that. We got to plan that. Our buddy Tony or something. It is uh, Tony V. He is in um, Aruba. He's back in Aruba. He's back. He's back from Aruba. Okay. I saw one of his buddies this week and said, oh, he's in Aruba. No, he he wasn't this week. Okay. Uh, So we're smoking the Don Raphael. And um, in the 90s, it was the curse of the Dons that was going on. Before your time? Uh, At the tail end, I was. Came on to it. Ed, you remember. Uh, I bought the Don Eduardo just because it was my name. Yeah. It wasn't good. It was Don everything. (laughs) And almost all of them went away, including some that had legs from even before, like a Don Diego. Mm -hmm. And that died too. 
just because they had Dons. But there was a cigar, Don Raphael, mm. and that was around then too. And Don Raphael stands for Jose Raphael Dominguez. So we just heard the Jose mm. Dominguez, but that his son is Raphael. Mm. Jose Raphael, J.R. Dominguez. And this is Raphael, his middle name, and that's huh. where the cigar came from. And he made that for when he had a son who's got to be 30, 30 yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, so the cigar is one that stood the, the test of time. It still sticks around. Why does it stick around? Well, I got to say the price is the pro- but there's and I I don't want people to think I'm talking trash about the cigar. No, All it's I'm saying completely is completely inoffensive. It, it is inoffensive. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take any chances. It's not you're not getting pepper and you're not getting a lot of cigar subtlety. So, so, it smokes, it draws and so it burns well. Let's do a little comparison and let's look at another mild cigar that's very well known and you take this size which would become the Macanudo um High Park is a Toro, the uh, Prince Philip. I, I think it's got less flavor than this one, even in the Macanudo. Because the Macanudo Prince Philip, you're talking a $10 cigar. Yeah. But you, also with that cigar, you're dealing with a true Connecticut wrapper. It's a little bit more bitter. So you do get more flavor in quotes on the Macanudo, but it's not the right flavor. I would say side-by-side comparison some, something for us to do. It doesn't have to be on the show. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. It should, yeah. It, it should be something there because, boy. This is good, but it. I just don't think it has a chance to be great. To be great, you have to pick a direction and you got to be all in. Right. You got to commit. You know, Skip Martin's Intemperance is a great cigar. Does that mean that that's going to be Dave's everyday smoke? It no. isn't, but it can be my everyday I like smoke. It. I like I, it. I like it, and I liked it. I had it recently, yeah. as I say, it's, just yesterday. It's a lot bolder than this. But it, but it wasn't no Cro-Magnon, which no. is just too much. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, smoked it down to the very end, and it never got hot on it. Obviously, he was going to have no problem smoking this down to the very end. Right. Um, you know, you talk, you're probably talking about a two-hour cigar. Yeah, I'm down to a Toro. Do- dollar an hour? <laughs> Very affordable. Anyway, let's get to mailbag number two. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and coincidentally, Don writes ah. in. His subject line is early on, humidor or not. <clears throat> Gentlemen, I'm still early in my cigar journey, so I'm still learning what I like and what I don't care for as much. Should I bother with a home humidor at this point, or am I better off going to a lounge when allowed or buying something as I plan to smoke it? I can't imagine buying any one cigar by the box until I find one I absolutely love and I have not really enjoyed sampler packs in the past, though they have been samplers on the cheaper side. What I learned from my Scotch collection is that I enjoy sampling and not buying for display or saving, so I don't have a lot of bottles at this time. I believe my cigar use would be similar. And I would say, Don, you're a guy who needs a humidor. Dave does not need a humidor because he gets a box of cigars and he can go through a box in a week. If you're going to pick out more than two cigars and you're going to smoke those two cigars during the week, you could do it that way and have the store be your humidor. But if you pick up a few when you're there, you keep them stored. They're going to be at the proper humidity. They're going to be safe. And you may find that you can buy more cigars than what you're smoking and fill it up. And then you'll always have cigars the, on hand. The only caveat there is he doesn't want just a few in the humidor. So 
He could pick up something like a nice box of Don Raphael that's inexpensive just to have more cigars right. to help. But you could go with something humidity. like the cigar jar, which will hold fifteen to twenty, depending on the ring gauge. You don't yep. have to go for a hundred count or a two hundred count. You could go with something smaller. But if you have cigars and you're not smoking all the cigars at once. You need to have a place to store them. Yeah, but the biggest mistake everybody makes is they buy a humidor that's too small, and then they wind up growing right. out of yeah. it. So, so but just, a cigar jar, you're looking yeah. at a $30 right. investment. Right. That, and yes, it's a perfect to seal. To buy a 40-count, you're better off buying in, uh, one that's larger. Right. Yeah. Like our, our buddy uh, Jim Collison started with a cigar jar, and he still he bought a humidor, but he still uses that for overflow. Yep. So, yep. you know... You're still going to end up using the cigar jar, so I, I like that approach. Typically, the guy that needs the humidor the most, which is somebody like this, doesn't want to get a humidor, and that's the guy that needs it. And Barry mm-hmm. doesn't need one. I don't need one. You don't need one. We and we do. We have we have big units. Big ones. Um, but we're going to them fast enough. Where don't don't you want cigars on hand? Uh, he, he has scot- a Scotch collection, so. Why don't every time you want a scotch, you just go to the bar and have a scotch, and then you go home? Because every once in a while, somebody comes over, and you want to have a scotch mm-hmm. with them. Or every once in a while, in, in in an odd time, you want a scotch. And that's, that's how it's going to be with a cigar. You, you got an opportunity to have a cigar, and you can't because you won't buy a humidor. And if you're picking up, let's say your number that you go shopping is five, you should get seven cigars. And not because I'm trying to push you into buying more cigars. You should have at least two of those cigars be duplicates for the time that a buddy does come over, and now you can offer him the same cigar that you're smoking mm-hmm. out of your humidor. Yeah. It's in perfect humidity. It's not getting banged around. And with a cigar jar, you can see what you have before you even open it. You know, having not enough cigars and that ends up happening, so you got five different cigars, and you want this one, and you say to him, yeah, take whatever cigar you want. Most likely, he's going to take the one that you wanted <laughs> right. for whatever. It's just, right. I don't know, mathematically, it shouldn't happen, but it happens every single time. Well, that's when, why you pick yours first and say, take whatever you want. Or you got multiples of mm-hmm. each one, and there you go, and you're all set. And he takes that, and you say, I'm going to smoke the same thing as you. Or you pull both of them out, and you say, come on, let's smoke these together, and there's for, something to talk about. For you. roughly $100, which is a, a, an average bottle of scotch of decent quality, something 12 years or, or older, for $100, you can get a cigar jar and fill it and be happy. Mm-hmm. The emails have been weak lately. <laughs> don't look at me. I don't I'm, write them. I'm saying it to the people that are in there. All you right. want to win a $100 prize, you better step it up asking, do I need a humidor or not? Of course you do. You listen to a cigar show, and you're talking to a retailer who Don, sells a damn Don, things. do not listen to what, him. What are your he odds is, of me saying no? Dave has two modes. He has his natural mode, and he has his Maduro mode, and he just went into Maduro right there. <laughs> not true I'm all. sorry. Do not listen to this man. He's angry. He didn't, go, angry he didn't go full Maduro. No, though. he's like right riding the line. What kind of mood is Dave in? <laughs> Goes by rapper. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. The subject line is shut the F up. All right. right. Now we're talking. All right. Some of your listeners have written in to complain about guests who talk too much, but I love today's podcast with Steve Saka. Sure, he monopolized the conversation, but I loved it. That's one of the reasons I listen to Cigar Podcast, especially the Cigar Authority, for that kind of great information. Also, 
What is up with Ed? Over the past year, he's gotten so dark and negative on your show. Mm. And don't Whoa. get me started on how I'll angry turn it he around, was. around, Mr. Maduro. <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started on how angry he was coming across on the ash holes. Made me wonder if he's channeling old fart Freddy. But over the last couple of weeks, I've noticed a change. He's been nicer. Mm-hmm. As if whatever curse he was under had lifted. Did I? Did you have an intervention? Did he get laid? Whatever it is, <laughs> please keep it up. I hope you got laid, Ed. I uh, hope lastly, so too. my vote for the mascot name is Amigo. Uh, David lost his other Amigo a long time ago, and now we can have the ah. two guys or Dos Amigos back. Brian from Redondo Beach, California. Call it Don Amigo. Uh, somebody had earlier Amigo. suggested Winston Cowbell for the Cowbell's name. Does it look like a Winston? No, he's 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 got an angry look to him. He's got a little. You call it Ed, <laughs> <laughs> or Dave's Maduro Am- face. Amigo, I like it. He's our Amigo. He's Amigo. Mm-hmm. That's a real good one. That's Dave's real liking good. that. You better hang on to that because in case he wins, we got to send him something. How do you know the cowbell associates as a he? It might want to be ref- its pronoun might be she. Might be then they. it would be Amiga. He doesn't have uh, a boat, a little. Doesn't yeah. have hair. Doesn't have uh, well, there, he, a bow in his hair. There and now. he has only one ball. So mm. it's in the logo. So Lance. Yeah. <laughs> Lance is the name. <laughs> oh, God. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> one testy <laughs> That's funny. That's, that's actually good. Okay, so that's uh, Angry Ed. Yeah, that's got my vote. So we have vote. we have Angry Ed. We have Do I Need a Humidor? And, and uh, inhale. And what should I inhale? Yeah, Angry Ed got it. I think it's a yeah. I think it's unanimous. All right. So uh, Brian, just shoot me an email with your address, and we will get you off uh, the prize pack. So why has Ed been angry lately? And I I heard it uh on the assholes there for a while and then it kind of went away but there was a there was a well, good four maybe, or five weeks maybe sarah's a good influence on me she's very pleasant and you are now reading the delightful news that's helping me yes it really is it's so much delight how can you be angry what i what i do enjoy about ed sullivan and, and he is angry but is he is willing to go down these I don't think silly he's, a, he's he's condescending or he's He's got an edge to him. It's his his humor. It's not that he's angry. I think he's a happy-go-lucky guy. I'm I'm not angry inside. He he does go down these silly rabbit holes. When Sarah said, you know, I think you should read the delightful news, he said, I'm in. (laughs) I don't mind. I could use some delight. I think he was depressed when... Uh, so that's the answer. The afternoon delight made him happier. It was all the, it was all the politics going on and then all the COVID yeah, thing. made us all, all angry. Out. It was Every, a tough year for yeah, everyone. That's all. I mean, Dave was more Maduro than natural in <laughs> Not 2020. At all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm very grateful. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not so true. So perfect. It's not true. So perfect. Although Beer and Beards says stay salty, Ed. So some salty. Pe- that's a good way to describe salty. you. Yeah. You're salty, but he has times that he's a little more salty than others. You don't know which Ed you're going to get, right? That's like you're reaching into a bag of pretzels. Sometimes you get a salty. Yeah, I turn this completely around yeah. to, you, to you. It was on me. Somebody does this, and now it's but, all about angry Ed. Paul Kraft says he'd love to have a cigar with me. I seem delightful, and yeah. I have standards. 
He hangs uh, out with us. How, how much are his standards? <laughs> Jim Miller finds me crusty. You can be at sometimes. <laughs> Were we on the show when when you? No, when I was uh, yelling at you. Yeah, no, that was before the show. That was that, before that the was, show. That was yeah. That was. Oh, uh, right. We were working on a description of uh, something. I know, absolutely. That was double Maduro, Dave. That, <laughs> that was double Maduro, both of them. That we were all bad. like, uh, I think I need to go downstairs and get my coffee. I was just channeling. Mom and dad are fighting. Everybody's uh, just too damn sensitive nowadays. <laughs> Toughen up, for Christ's sake. Nobody I know. Can take a little, a little. Jesus. We curse a little fucking too much on the oh, show. Jesus. People oh, get upset. Parents. My God. Sensitivity is, is rampant terrible. right now. Terrible. Enough with the sensitivity. God. Nothing. <laughs> Oh and that, then we'll do an after show where we all can say mean things. About well, I have, I have all right. So the what are we after doing show the idea. After show? Uh, the after show concept is going to be uh, helping to start a more positive 2021. And we're each going to pick if one of us was a cigar, what cigar would it be? And the caveat is that it has to be pleasant and sincere. And we're picking the other guy's cigar. Correct. So, Dave, you would pick for the three of us of what we are, not for yourself. Okay. You would pick for us. When he says pleasant and sincere, has he ever heard this show? This is why he's trying to – he's gently trying to guide us in another direction. Trying to change us. Trying to change. That's where the problem comes about. I change relationships. Two people Mm. get together and they try to change each other. It's not good. Yeah. Don't that's go it is. That's changing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Trying to please me. Yeah. Don't change the no. colors of my... I was really <laughs> hoping that one of you was going to go for the key change on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no takers, huh? No takers. <laughs> uh, all right. That'll be interesting. Classic three-way. We haven't uh, done this in a bit. We haven't done it, and, and I'm going to... Um, doing audible here on uh the classic three-way i was really ready last week for a classic three-way mm-hmm. and because we had steve soccer on and he did so much talking yeah he never shuts up we, we obviously didn't get to it and i want to use last week's on purpose all of right of course i could have now and, and that is good dave because i didn't cheat on purpose but i was listening to a different podcast which did it were they uh, you who, might even know the one I was listening to. All right, to. who cheats on us and does the, the classic three-way and calls us something Well, they, they were saying the big birthdays today were... Uh, 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 you know. We're going to get to that. Well, then. you're not doing today. You're doing last week, Last week. Right? Oh, you mean... Yeah, right. yeah, because this... All right. Uh, well, the two of you just have a conversation out loud instead of this... Back and Dave forth. and I know what we're talking about. All right. Shut up. And that's uh, all that matters. I'm going to ask after the show which podcast we're talking about. It was uh, Ronald Reagan's birthday is today, 1911, and Babe Ruth, 1895. So I was going to win. All right. So now, now you can't. No. All right. So let's get to the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors (laughs) from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. 
Barry, if you want to know why I'm laughing, read the chat room. I'm not going to repeat that one. Yeah. Is uh, Barry our champion? I think so. <laughs> I think he is. I have him down <laughs> as the champ. All right. Paul, so, Paul Barry, Kraft. Gonna go, I got it. <laughs> you're going to go first, Barry. Paul, the answer is yes. <laughs> I have six questions in one time. Is it about me? No. No. <laughs> Barry. Elvis Presley recorded his version of Blue Suede Shoes last week. <laughs> last week? What year? Well, if it was last January week, 30th. it must... Oh. 1955. 55, he says, Ed Sullivan. I think it was 1957. 57. I think uh, it was 1952, baby. 52. One point goes to Barry Stein. 55, it's 56. Oh, Good Missed one, Barry. It by that much. I'm cheering for Barry. <laughs> I am the goat. I'm happy now. <laughs> okay, you're up. The state funeral of Winston Churchill at St. Paul's Cathedral in London, then the world's largest state funeral ever at that time, ever happened last week on January 30th. What year? Oh, man, 1968. 68, he says. Mr. Jonathan. Uh, 1901. 1958. 1901. You're not allowed to judge the answers. <laughs> you are just to be the guy who says World if it's War right II, or wrong. 1930s. Whatever. Okay. 40s. 40s. Um, without going over. <laughs> I got a chance here. No, you don't. No, you don't. Barry Stein says 58. 58. 65. You said 68. Mm. So twice you went a little bit over. Yeah, I'm a mess. Barry Stein's got two points. We got double goose egg on both sides. And over to Mr. Jonathan, a music question. The Beatles performed their last gig, a 42-minute concert on the roof of the Apple's Corp's headquarters in London on January 30th. What year? 1968. 68, he says. 72. 72. 71. 71. 68 will take it at 69. Really? It was that early? It was. It was 69, and Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Ed Sullivan, I don't know what happened. Beatles are overrated. Now that I let go of the anger, all the information went with it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So that was was Mr. Jonathan. Back over to Barry. Uh, This might be up your alley, maybe, musically. The rock band Kiss plays their first show. In uh, in Queens, New York. Uh, on a rock and roll. What year? <sighs> Kiss alive. Seventy one. Seventy one. He says you went to Kiss. No, not really. No. I had seventy three on there. Seventy three. Nineteen seventy. Seventy. Somebody's got two points, and a major comeback. Ed Sullivan, Whoa. two points. Ed hey, Sull- you know me. I'm all about Gene Simmons. There we go. Ed Sullivan. You like that tongue, don't yeah. you? Well, yes, I do. Ed Sullivan, two. Barry, two. Mr. That's Jonathan, what cheered me one. up, Barry. Two questions left over to Ed Sullivan. You know, he puts the X back in sex. <laughs> Erno, Erno Rebeck applies for a patent for his Magic Cube invention, later to be known as Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube? What year? Um, the patent. The patent, well, that probably happened much earlier, maybe 1971. 71, he says. 52. 52. 79. 79. 
71 will take it at 75. Mm. Ed Sullivan gets the point, and he's ahead from nothing. I was disappointed in you and see the comeback. This is like the Tom Brady comeback, right? Oh, yeah. Ed Sullivan's got three. Barry Stein's got two. And Mr. Jonathan with one. One question remains, and it goes to Mr. Jonathan. Howard Stern's radio show premieres in Indianapolis, Indiana on WNAP 93.1 FM today. What year? Nineteen eighty-five. Eighty-five. Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Nineteen ninety-three. Nineteen ninety-three for the point. Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, because that's when he was into the syndication. His Correct. show started long before. Yes, but not in Indianapolis, Indiana, right? So that was the thing on there. Uh, Ed Sullivan is our champion again, so uh, we got that going for us. We'll see if he ends up doing the Super Bowl. Uh, Christian Bale uh, was born in Wales. Last week, what year? 1972. 74. 74. He got it? Yeah. Exactly? exactly. He's a big fan. Yeah, Christian Bale. But Batman. It, and it would have gave it to him, but... But it didn't it count. Was, it was a tiebreaker, and it didn't yeah. count, but I like to play it anyway. Um, Don Raphael, the Don of Cigars, the one that survives through all the, the Don Nobodies to, to make the it. offer one, of the day. The offer of the day, the uh, best value cigar that's out there. It's a good cigar. It did not stay lit during that whole thing for me, but it doesn't matter. Well, you had six questions and a tiebreaker. It's not offensive. It's just a little too bland for me. So would you say if you're a newcomer to cigars, this is a place to start? It's a good one. It's a good place to start for somebody new. It's not offensive. It's not too strong. And if you accidentally for them inhale, to sell as many as they do, I think they got people on it. And it stayed steady. at that 1.52. We don't on even the sell it by scale. the single. You can only buy it by the box because because it costs about as much as a single. Yeah, <laughs> less than many singles. Yeah, <laughs> you can buy two boxes, or you can buy one of those Steve Sock hundred dollars cigars. <laughs> well, you could buy three boxes, right? How much are these by the box, Barry? $49.99. Oh, two boxes, yeah? 40 of them. And you get change. Yeah. <laughs> and you get none on, on Steve's. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think I would no, get I more no enjoyment out of the $100 one, but I would definitely have buyer's remorse out of the $100 one. It's too much to spend on a cigar. I'd yeah. rather have 40 cigars. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with your choice. You got a $100 bill. There's, there's one cigar over here, Bellicoso, double Bellicoso, or two boxes of these cigars that you think are too mild for you, and the strength profile is right there. You go for the two boxes. Yeah. I mean. We certainly see that stuff on March Madness end up happening. Barry's a mess. Yes, talk. I am. The, the, the unicorn is great, but I would never have spent my own money on that. So I'm thankful. That I've, ne- I've, never, I've never had it. I struggle with uh, wanting uh, to smoke it. So it's something I'd, be nice tempted. To have, it's, I'd be tempted to buy one and smoke yeah. it. This is something to have nice around for when people come over. It's not going to offend them. They're not going to smoke you good stuff. But I, I wouldn't smoke this. You got a backyard barbecue. You buy a box of these. Go ahead, help yeah, yourself have yeah. a cigar. Put it on the table. But it, this is too mild and too one-dimensional for me. Doesn't make it a bad cigar because I'm still puffing away. I don't have a problem smoking yeah. it. It's just not in my wheelhouse. You don't have a problem with putting it all on the floor. 
No. Keeping Leo yeah. employed. That's it. Okay. K- Casey Carter doesn't seem to be a big fan of it, but he said he's too cheap to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to smoke it all the way down. I know you are, yeah. It's more up my wheelhouse than the first cigar yeah. I smoked, which was the Black Bomb, which was too strong. A lot of flavor, everything going on, but just too powerful. I really I'd like rather the Black have, Bomb. I'd yeah. rather have lighter than stronger. If I got a choice of, is this too light? It's too light. But I'd rather it be too light than too strong. For me, the Black Bomb is great, right? Because you get a lot of satisfaction out of just a fairly small cigar. Well, I couldn't believe we made it through the hour with that cigar. Yeah. It was an hour-long, three-and-a-half-inch cigar. So it was packed right. Whoever made it did a good job. And I... My wife gets a lot of satisfaction out of a small stick. <laughs> <Does she? laughs> this has a little bit of an herbaceous quality to it. There's uh, a little bit of um, like a citrusy yeah, the citrus. component to it, flavor-wise. It's smooth. Not a lot. Things are, the, the flavors are muted. We it's just not- did all those scotches, right? So it was the smoothest one. Yeah. That this, I, this is the, which I ended up liking the best right. of the so that's what my taste profile mm-hmm. goes towards more. I'd rather have milder and stronger. Uh, both of them were good, uh, but I would choose um, the milder one over the Black Bomb. When they come, when they come out and we get them, I'm going to try one again. But like I do all the firecrackers, I'm not going to go. It's not a go-to for me. So everybody's different. And that's it. What's different is what the presidents smoke. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. Presidents and cigars. We have Jim Price from CLE Cigars, Aroa. He's going to join us again. He came in last place on the meatball. It was a tie, though, uh, with Mr. Jonathan. They'll put their heads together and see if uh, which one is the real meatball. <laughs> Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you may actually have learned something today, which makes you... The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.